we're back we're back hey heather this is your friend heather and barb we are coming to you for our second episode of the real raw fit no bullshit podcast so barb what if they missed our first episode and they don't even know who we are why they should listen to us well they should just go back and listen to it <laughs> should, but they? that would be that would be just mean <laughs> yes so who we are i am a nurse a personal trainer certified health coach everything human body related i am here to teach you about and help you make the best decisions and choices to best fit your body and this is Heather. Yes. So Barb is the RN and I am the, what would you call it? The weight loss expert. Yes. Showing you how to not only lose weight, but how to actually keep it off. And we have partnered with you and made this podcast because we are tired of everyone's excuses and we are here to be as real and honest with you as we can, not, um, sugarcoating, sugarcoated, not tell you what you want to hear, but just straight up raw truth. So. Yeah, if you're looking for someone that's going to tell you, oh, it's okay to skip the gym. Oh, it's okay to eat the crap. It's okay. We're not the right people because we're not going to give you that out. And then I was thinking it's almost February and I'm just trying to figure out how everyone's resolutions are going. I'm wondering if they made any. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yes. Yeah, most people do. Statistically, it's like what? Everybody makes a resolution. The chances of making it to February are something like, 10 percent so why crazy. why do you think that is why do you think someone makes a resolution and they don't stick to it that that by february or march it's just gone well probably because they're making it on a whim and it's not specific enough like to say i want to lose weight is it's just a statement unless you you have to put action behind it and i think a lot of people get caught up in that oh i'm going to quit smoking oh i'm going to quit drinking oh i'm going to quit eating crap oh i'm going to lose weight but they don't actually make a plan to execute so in other words they haven't said well i'm going to go to the gym four times a week and i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that they haven't made those plans to actually make it happen so when you were saying about sticky resolutions what did you mean by that how to actually make a goal and execute it by writing it down and and announcing it to people like I mean, and you need to find a friend who's going to hold you to it. Like, if your friend is going to tell you, oh, it's okay, let's go out for happy hour tonight. Or if and you, you can start again on, on Monday. Shake. Or if you put whipped cream on your shake. <laughs> yeah, Heather, Heather posted a really awesome picture of whipped cream on her shake, and I called her out on it because that is not on her plan. And I, I know told it. her that was not my shake. She said, okay, I got it. She so, shouldn't post it on Facebook if she's not hers. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> so what you're saying is be more specific. In other words, instead of just saying, I want to eat healthy or I want to work out, say, I'm going to work out three times this week at 5 a.m. with Barb. Be that specific. Yeah. Because like, okay, let's just say the 10 pound, I need to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds by my birthday. Okay. Let's say, say my birthday was February 28th mm -hmm. and I'm just throwing, it's February 29th actually. Right. It's not. Um, but if I was to say that on January 1st, I need to, I want to lose 10 pounds by January 28th and then I just stop. That's not, how is that going to happen? Because I have not actually thought through how it's going to happen. Like there has to be the workout, the, the, what am I going to eat? I'm going to eat clean. Well, that means a lot of different people, things to different people. 
And I have a perfect example. I had a, a client of mine was all excited and Heather's gonna think I'm cruel for this, but she was all excited because she made air fire chicken wings. Oh yes, I did. I was like, you go girl, that's right. awesome. And guess what? I'm like, no, you can, no, that is not a good choice because they're high in fat. And of course the, the dialogue then ensued about why are they high in fat because they're chicken and blah, blah, blah. Well then that's where I come in and educate you. But they're not healthy. Like just because you cooked them differently does not make a food healthy. Right. It's like air frying a cupcake. It does not make it any better. Oh, gluten-free is better. It's not better. Um, and if, if you're truly going to make the weight loss happen, I mean, a lot of people will go two or three days and then, oh, I deserve a treat. I've gone this far. Two or three days is not it. I mean, it, it takes it takes months. Right. People say 21 days. Nah, that's bullshit. Do you think they, when they make a resolution, do you think it doesn't last because they weren't really all in and they're just making a resolution because, oh, it's the new year and that's the right thing to do. But they haven't changed their environment. They haven't changed their mindset. They just feel like, oh, I'm going to do this, and but no plan. Right, no, no. And if they do have a plan, what happens for a lot of people, and I'm not saying everybody, um, they give up too quick mm -hmm. because it doesn't happen fast. Do you remember you told me about that camper? She was coming two or three weeks, and you could see the changes in her, but then she ended up quitting because I guess the results weren't fast enough for they her. They weren't fast enough for her. Yeah, that yeah. blows my mind. That, that, that's just crazy. And so but you what think about you... how long it took to get there. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, we didn't pack on 100 pounds overnight. Right. It's not like, and it's the same with like a new moms. New moms are always like, oh, I want that flat tummy back. Well, honey, it took nine months to cook the baby. <laughs> it's not going to go down that fast. I mean, I was the same way after I had kids. I didn't know you cooked a baby. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, the turkey timer pops yeah. out. So, um, ah. well, it is a bun in the oven, isn't it? Right. And so, so would you say that... Uh, when it comes to fitness, is it kind of like a fitness finance? Or how does that work? Meaning someone can go get their nails done or their hair done, and but then they're like, oh, well, I can't work out because it's too expensive or I can't afford that. Well, it, it's all about priorities. Um, but let's think about how many people do you know? We're both trainers. We're mm -hmm. both trainers. So mm -hmm. we both hear it all the time. How many people have told you they can't afford to sign up for our program, which is dirt cheap hundreds, by the way hundreds of people have like told me i mean that. it breaks down to what 17 dollars a week for a personal trainer i mean that's insane two dollars a day something yeah, like that if yeah. you come five times a week or whatever mm -hmm. like that's so cheap so cheap to and and you don't know they don't have to write their workout we write it for them we're using our expertise it's so cheap yet someone will tell you they can't afford it but, but then they turn me, around you gave me a great analogy something about okay if i came to you and i said okay barb i'm gonna give you three tacos a week for the whole month and it's $49. Tell me about that analogy. I, I was oh, trying to I was, I was, I was making the analogy that somebody will tell you they can't afford the $69 a month or $59 a month. But if you told them that they were going to get the taco of the month club <laughs> and they're going to get all these servings of tacos or they were going to get a, or just one meal out. Mm -hmm. They're going to get to go to any restaurant of their choice, and mm -hmm. it's going to cost them $69 a month mm -hmm. to do that. They would be all over it, and they wouldn't bat an eyelash. Yeah. And, and I say eyelashes. I have never met so many women that do <laughs> eyelashes. And right. I think about this, and I think, okay, so somebody told me it takes 
two to three hours to put them on. Yes, it's like it costs. To do them. It costs like a hundred and forty or a hundred and fifty dollars. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Okay, so right there, there's almost three months of Camp Gladiator. Yes, and then there's two full workouts. Right, um, three if you do forty-five minute workouts. Right, you know, and you know, forty-five minutes is better than zero minutes. Yes, so, um, you know, there's that. So, and there, there's this exchange. We we exchange money we exchange time all the time like and i'm not suggesting don't go get your hair done and if you got roots sure. go get them done of course i do mm -hmm. but i also make time for the workout and the workout is a priority for me have you ever noticed though it's so easy to say i can't afford fitness because subconsciously i think that person associates pain with fitness and moving their body more than pleasure so the easiest response is, I can't afford it. It is an easy response. But why, what, why is it painful? Because it's hard. Yeah, you're asking me. I've never worked out a day in my life. You want me to get out of my warm bed in the winter. You want me to go do all these things and move my body. I, no. Lift those weights. Yeah, that's, that's not Run. fun to me. And that's not exciting. So why would I put myself through those things? That's where most people are coming from. Even though they're uncomfortable in their body, it's not so uncomfortable that it's more painful to be out of shape than to show up and work out. Right. And I think it's up to us to, to educate them on, like, we go into fitness as in your body has to be healthy. And, I mean, a healthy body is not going to be overweight. Mm. Like, a, a truly healthy body. People can say, oh, I'm overweight, but I'm healthy. I hear that all the time. Yeah, well you may have normal numbers now but remember i'm the nurse i've seen it all mm -hmm. i've seen the people and it doesn't show up now it doesn't even show up in a year it could show up five years down the road or you have a, now you have a fatty liver or you have god forbid you need a cardiac bypass so would you say that and the someone... cost the cost can you believe it so would you say that someone who had their nails done, their hair done and great nails, but was unhealthy? That's what I can't understand. You look beautiful on the outside, but your insides are crap. And who cares about all the outside if you're not healthy inside? Because I just it's, don't because understand that. I think a lot of people put up that, that um, it's, it's putting up appearances. You want others to see you mm -hmm. in that good light mm -hmm. like oh I look great mm -hmm. and people compliment that all the time no one's going to compliment on you on a, having a healthy liver right or oh man your colon looks great today <laughs> I mean they're not going to say that or you have a great resting heart rate <laughs> <laughs> well, I might say that's that that's so sexy <laughs> I might say that but it, it's yeah. funny it's like when yeah. we talk to people when mm -hmm. I talk to campers and I talk to clients about this I, I really hone in on that. Like, example, in one of the workouts the other day is we were looking at recovery heart rate. Yeah. What's your heart rate at the end of the exercise followed by one minute later? Right. And people's heart rates were coming down really, really good. Yes. And I was I was complimenting them. Yeah. Like, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you know, they get they do get excited when we tell them about that. And of course, they have to understand the why. So there's there's a lot of not people don't understand how the body works i think 
this, the, the, the worst analogy goes from here is going back to that people know more about the inside of their vehicle mm -hmm. and you know how to change your oil, how to check your windshield wiper fluid. But if I asked you where your adrenal glands were and what they do, that you'd be like, huh? Yeah, where is, I don't even, you know, yeah, they might say, I don't even know where my adrenal glands are. Yeah, and so, the function. And if you don't understand how your body works, yeah, how on earth can you take care of it? That's true. I mean, that just leads to a whole new ball of wax. But um, another thing with financial fitness, or I mean, not financial fitness, fitness finances yeah. is the cost of not being healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, in your experience, what have you seen? The cost of not being healthy? I've seen heart attacks. I've seen them not be able to get out of their bed. I've seen them not be able to get off the floor. I've seen them not be able to go to the movies with their family because they can't fit in a chair. I've seen them not be able to get on an airplane. It's it's crazy how how not being healthy affects every aspect of your life. I mean, and, it, and that's their normal. They don't know any different. They well, don't know what it feels like to feel amazing. And when you were that size, mm -hmm. what was your, like, you were there. You were there. You couldn't get on the airplane. Right. You couldn't sit comfortably in your vehicle. So right. what? I would have to go in a restaurant and scan to make sure, okay, can I fit in that booth? Can I fit in that chair? I would always have to look around to see if I could fit in things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and you did it. So what's the difference between you and somebody else? I, I reached my breaking point. I just got tired of being sick and tired. I got tired of being laughed at. I got tired of not living my life. And so I, I just had to change. I reached my rock bottom. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that don't hit that rock bottom and I don't mm -hmm. understand why. And I think, I honestly think it's because other people lift them up. Lift like, them and, up or enable them? Enable them. Lift them up as in they lift their spirits and they tell them it's okay. Right. Because, I mean, we're in, we're, let's be honest, we're in a society that is um, very tolerant and we're, we encourage that body love and self-love. True. Well, that's awesome. And I, I admire that. I do think you should love yourself, mm -hmm. but you should also take that hard look in the mirror and say, damn girl, you need to do something. Absolutely. I mean, I did it. It was hard. I'm a trainer. I'm a nurse for crying out loud. I did that. I took that hard look at myself the the year after my mom died. Yeah. I had let my I had taken I had let things go. Mm -hmm. I did not I was so busy working and training other people and helping other people eat right that I wasn't doing it for myself. You were putting yourself last. Right. And mm -hmm. what is the first thing you should always do? You should take care of you first because yes. if you can't function and your body's not working, how the heck can you do all the things you're expected to do as a wife, a parent? a mom or what, whatever it is that you have on your plate, right. an employee. Right. I mean, we all have demands. And so when someone is enabling, do you think that's because they don't want that spouse to be healthier or it's because they have their own guilt? Oh, that person's trying to change. So it's, you know how you, what's that little analogy? The crabs in the bucket. I try oh, and bring you down. Yeah. Pull you down instead of letting you climb yes. up and be better. Like pushing, giving you a hoist yep. versus pulling you back down with them. Absolutely. I think so many people, like think about all the examples we could think about. Like, how many people will be like, oh, hey, I'm going to work out on Friday night. And friend B goes, what? You're going to work out? We're going to be over at El Arroyo having margaritas. Yes, 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 Why don't yes. you come with us? You can work out tomorrow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah. And a true friend, a true friend would say, you know what? We're going to be at El Arroyo. We're going to have margaritas. See you after the gym. 
you know, and encourage you to be there and go do the thing you want to do to make yourself better instead of, you know, trying to pull you into the junk. Absolutely. And even with my family, um, they always want to go to dinner and I ask them, I go, why does it always have to revolve around food? I asked my family, I said, okay, let's all meet up and let's go on a hike or a bike ride. They all laughed at me like (laughs) I was an alien because that's so foreign to them to not meet up and it revolve around food. And so, yeah, it's crazy. I think that's that's a very social thing. I mean, if you think about break bread, like, and, and, and a meal around friends can be extremely valuable, mm-hmm. but we we don't need to do it that often. Right. Like, it should be reserved for that special occasion. And unfortunately, it seems like we've just made everything a special occasion. Like, I mean, how many treats does one person need? Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I think that's a... So do you feel like we should talk to them more about their fitness finances or how to make their resolution stick? Whew. They both <laughs> need some attention, I think. Yes. So um, I think let's hit back on those resolutions because I think initially that was our our main focus. You know, right. it is the end of January and, you know, statistically people aren't sticking to them. Right. I mean, as a trainer, I've seen the lowest attendance in camp Same. in a long time and Same. it's even even on the virtual i mean the numbers are good but like you think of january you think of everybody getting it in and i know you know the covid world we live in it's so hard to predict right but at this point i would i would think that health should be on everybody's forefront party. not mm-hmm. not way back well, when you think of making those resolutions stick, I don't know about you, but I think it's easier to add something. So, for instance, when I was losing my weight and I said, okay, I want this to be permanent, I was still drinking my two liter of Dr. Pepper, but I said, okay, if I have this two liter of Dr. Pepper, I have to have eight ounces of water. Every time I go to drink my Dr. Pepper, I have to have that eight ounces of water. So I didn't feel deprived, but it actually stuck in my life where eventually the Dr. Pepper started getting smaller and the water I started drinking more water so that that became who I was and now drinking water is just who I am and that's a tough one because I'm not gonna lie I don't know how you did that because after <laughs> plain water after drinking Dr. Pepper I mean oh, that trust would me. terrible. I was like oh this is so boring but I noticed that I felt so much better less well, brain I think that's, fog I think and... that's where people don't spend enough time in that space paying attention of how they feel, yeah. good or bad. Good or bad, yeah. yeah. I agree. Like feeling better versus, like, like after you do a detox or something, you know how when you have that first bite oh of the bad God. stuff, yes. your body is like, oh, don't do that. You just you just ruined it. Like yes. something, and you, it rebels quickly. Yes. And I don't think we pay enough attention to that. And then I was also thinking another way to um, make your resolution stick, and this really, really, really helped me. I went to the dollar store, Dollar General, and I got a calendar. And then I said, okay, every day that I don't do something, I'm going to mark an X. So today I didn't have gummy bears, I'm going to mark an X. Day two, I didn't have gummy bears. And that really gave me a visual. So when you start seeing all those X's add up, you're like, ooh, I don't want to break that cycle because I've come this far. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're on day 26 of no gummy bears. Yes. And then you have one, you're like, oh. Now i got to start over. Yeah. Yeah. Starting over is the hard part. Starting over is the hard part. Another thing that I think that um, people don't do enough of is they they got to break it down they got to break down their what they want why they want it Mm. and then how they're going to get there so Mm -hmm. that why in the middle has to be 
huge. It has to be very specific. I yeah. mean, like, I was chatting over the internet this morning with a former client, and you know, I just simply asked her if she was taking care of herself, and you, you I knew the answer. Right. The answer is no. Right. And the answer for her was, I'm trying. Well, that's great, but you have a little boy, and you have this, and you need to do better. And but she what did knows. she mean by I'm trying? What did that mean? I don't know. That's okay. a great question. Because mm -hmm. I always I, feel like I, I'm trying. I just feel like that's not enough. I'm either doing it or I'm not. Right. I don't know. That's just me. That And that's exactly it. You're either doing it or you're not. Mm -hmm. You can't half-ass it. Correct. I mean... I can think of a hundred different things. I mean, that if you if you do only put in half the effort, you're only going to get half the results. Yep. Period. I mean, that was a no. So, what would be like the main takeaways you would want to take away today from today's podcast? Well, first of all, you got to do what's right for you, mm -hmm. and then if that means the calendar, the visual, that would do that. I mean, but you have to write it down, and you have to understand your why. Right. Like, so what, what would be a great, what was your why when you, you hit rock bottom, but what was the why behind it? Oh, cause I didn't, I would, I didn't want to die. I mean, that would period in. But did you have a, did somebody, did somebody else die? Did there has to be that seat? Like, okay. All these people that are very afraid of COVID. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everybody's always like, I don't know, not shunned me, but been surprised that I'm not afraid of COVID. Uh huh. And I tell them, I said, it's a virus. Uh -huh. We have dealt with so many different viruses over the last God knows how many years, mm -hmm. like thousands of years, really. Um, as a nurse, I've been always taught good hand washing. Yes. Treat everybody like they're infected. It's called universal precautions. Uh -huh. okay? So I've never really been fearful of this. And I also do really good things to take care of my body. Right. So if if and when, because it's probably more of a when than an if, that mm -hmm. I get this virus, mm -hmm. hopefully my body will respond appropriately and I'll get over it in a couple of days and it'll be great. Right. You know, there are people dying of this. I get that. And I, I'm not trying to minimize its seriousness because it is. It's a worldwide pandemic we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, are we treating, are we taking care of our temple? Are we taking care of our body to the best of our ability so we can fight back? We know, we know, and this could, this is going to lead into a whole new, new episode probably. We know that high blood pressure, diabetes, being overweight, and having a cardiac history puts you at high risk. Oh, and an autoimmune condition. Yes. Puts you at high risk for getting a more severe case of this virus. Because we don't understand how it works yet, right? I mean, there's still a lot of unknowns. So meaning I can go to the store and wear a mask, but if I'm 300 pounds and filling my basket with shit then I'm defeating the purpose. You're absolutely defeating the purpose mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm sorry, but a mask made of some sort of form of cloth is not going to save you. It might reduce, reduce, slightly reduce. But let's be honest, if if I pull my shirt up and that can be a mask, <laughs> then it's it's not, like my husband even said, was he, he bought a box of the mask at the store mm -hmm. to have in the truck because, mm -hmm. you know, everywhere you go, you wear one. Yeah. That's normal. Right. And it clearly says on the box, <laughs> non-medical use. Right. Okay. So I think about it from a medical perspective. So back in the day, I used to have to be fitted for those N95s. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you get fitted for an N95, uh -huh. the particles are so small. 
only an N95 will protect you from this virus, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, Technically, right, right. right. Okay, so the particles are so small. Uh -huh. They put you in this mask, and they cover your, and you seal it around your face. It has to fit right. And then they put a hood over top of you. This, like a, it looks like something out of. Like an alien a, yes, or something. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, an, it's, a, it's yeah. a big hood. And then they spray liquid or aerosolized saccharin in there. And if you can taste it, your mask is not fitted properly. And you had to do this why? Annually, it's a test. It's a, to make sure that you knew what size mask you needed. Because if you had a TB patient uh -huh. or like tuberculosis oh, or something, yeah. mm -hmm. you had to wear that to protect yourself. So if you put the mask on and they sprayed that thing and you could taste it. Yeah, you take, it was then, like 10 breaths. Then the mask was like. The mask was not fitted properly and the virus or whatever would get through. So what you're saying is when I people see people with a bandana on, it's, it's not, it's, it may reduce the load. Okay. So right. some, if you walk through a sneeze, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you have, I don't know, 10% less chance. Like at the end of the day, it's not, yes. it's not what it's. Right. I get that. Like, and I mean, I don't want to discount what everybody's saying. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not you. The best defense is getting your body healthy getting it moving because mm -hmm. what is it this is a lung disease people get pneumonia and they have trouble breathing uh -huh. they get really short of breath well if you don't move your lungs on yeah. a regular basis right i mean and what is what does exercise do right moves your lungs and it gets the blood flowing and mm -hmm. it gets all this stuff our bodies are so so well designed i mean they know what to do right but if they're not given the right tools so if you're still listening at this point, Barb and I really do care about your health. We really do. And, and so we are so passionate about this because we know what it feels like to feel so good in your skin and so amazing. And man, is it tough to get there? Heck yeah. Is it tough to work out? Yes. Is it tough to eat good? Yes. But is it worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, so here's your three homework assignments. Okay. You're going to make a calendar of the things that you need to do every day, whether it be you make a to-do list or a not to-do list. Mm, I mean, you can go either way. Some people, like that. some people need a to-do list. I need a to-do list. I need the, did you work out? Did you drink your water? Did you do this? You know, whatever. And your not to-do list may be, don't go to Chick-fil-A, don't drink the Dr. Pepper. Right. That, okay, I got it's it. It's amazing how much money you'll save too. Uh, yes. It really will. I mean, yes. people, think that, people think that eating healthy is expensive but like I was looking at my checkbook and since I've been cooking at home and not eating out, I think we eat out once a week maybe now, one meal. Mm -hmm. And it's just me and my husband, so it's just two people. Mm -hmm. And like I've saved at least three or $400 just in one month. Right. Just by not ordering, like, yes, I spend more at the grocery store. Yeah. But it's still better than that. So, okay, so my homework yeah. is to buy a calendar and then write a to-do list or a... Well, you can make, you can print off one off the internet. I yeah. Mean, you don't have to go to the store. So a to-do list or a not-to-do list. Okay, I got that. Enlist a buddy Enlist that a is buddy. not going to give you an out. Right. And that would be Barb with me because she gets on to me for everything. I'm just like, leave I'm the best, me alone. <laughs> I am the best accountability buddy. I no, really she's am. not. She's the worst. <laughs> I'm just like, just accept me as I am. And Barb's like, I can't. I can't let you put whipped cream on a shake. But go ahead. <laughs> because it's, it's not on her plan, people. So your accountability buddy holds you to the fire, tells you not just what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Right, yeah, and like like make a public announcement. Don't just tell one friend, tell her two or three friends. Why? Why do I want to make a public announcement? Why would I want everybody to know that? Because if you fail, 
everybody will know. Okay. And isn't sometimes a fear of failure a, a barrier for people? Yeah. Like yeah. people don't talk about their weight loss or if that they're losing weight because they don't want people to know they're on this journey, but until they start seeing the difference. Mm -hmm. And if I don't tell you, then it's really easy to stop. Right. Right. It's much easier to stop. Okay. So that's my second thing. Get back to your why. You got to get deep. You got to get painful. But don't you think people have heard that a thousand times? Sure they have, but they don't do it. Right. Right. I mean, so, they make their why so superficial. I want to feel better in my own skin. Well, what does that mean exactly? Mm -hmm. I want to be rocking a bikini on the beach in Mexico in February on February 28th at, when I'm 50 years old. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I've always joked my goal is not to be a certain weight. Okay. I want to be strong mm -hmm. as fuck. Yep. At Same. my age. Same. I want to be, like, I'm 50 now. I mean, I'm, I'm halfway through my life probably. If maybe more. I don't know. And don't you think people's standards are just too low for themselves? Yeah, they like, don't. Like you said, you were at that point after your mom died that you looked in the mirror. Like, don't people just ever look in the mirror and be like, this is unacceptable, mm -hmm. period. This is unacceptable. I've got to, to do something different. I've got to expect more of myself. Yeah, raise the bar. Yeah, raise the bar. You have to. And I, I don't know, when I see all those people in the, you know, the fast food line, I'm just like, that you're just like the masses you're like the sheep you're just they don't care if you're there or not you're spending all that money they don't it's not made I mean, with love i perfect just perfect example i mean chick-fil-a has got a dual drive-by yes drive-through lanes and yes whatever. they do and they are full yep 24 hours a day like mm -hmm. always yep and i've seen people i've seen people post on facebook oh i wanted chick-fil-a today but it's sunday and they're closed that sucks right really yeah really yep and McDonald's, oh, oh, I can't tell you love. <laughs> I know, don't get me I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. McDonald, but I cannot tolerate your food. It's poison. You may as well just, Yes, you know. yes. All right, guys, so we let, we're leaving with you that. You've got the, you're going to get your calendar. You're going to either make your to-do or your to-don't. Yep. And you're going to start tracking it. You're going to get somebody that's going to hold your feet to the fire. Not give you an out. Not invite you to happy hour when so you don't need it. They need someone that's real raw and fit and no bullshit. Yeah, that, they that's need, the they kind need of partner. Me. They yeah. need me. They yeah. need to hire me. Right. And then they need to find their why and make it make it good. Don't be like, oh, I want to be healthy for my kids. Yeah. Go deeper than that. Why do you want to be healthy for your kids? Because you want to play with them. But why? Mm -hmm. Because they'll have sticky memories of that. Mm -hmm. But why? Because when I'm dead and gone, I want them to remember that. So it's kind of like just a little uh, uh, an onion. You're peeling if back you, the layers. You must ask yourself why at least five times. Wow. Versus I want to be in a pair of nice jeans. That's so yeah. superficial. Yeah, I get it. I want to lose 10 pounds. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, and then when you do set those goals, guys, make sure that you have a clear path to execution. Make sure you know how you're going to get there. And if you don't, hire someone. There are plenty of people out there. Remember, trainers have trainers, coaches have coaches. Exactly. So we do. All right, guys. We're signing off. Hope you have an amazing week. And we'll be back next week for a new topic. See you soon. Stay tuned. Bye. Welcome back to Real Raw Fit. No bullshit. We are your host, Barb and Heather. And we're here today to talk about reading labels.
But Barb, reading labels is so boring. I just want to like, I get captured by the marketing. I just want to buy it and go, why do I need to read labels? Well, why do you get captured by the marketing? Because it'll say either gluten-free, vegan, low-fat, low-sugar. And and so I don't read the label. I just pick it and go. But why is that bad? Because they suckered you in. (laughs) (laughs) They did. I mean, the front of the box, like the front of the box or the front of the package always is going to suck you in. Yeah, and to be honest, the reason we're having this specific podcast is because Barb educated me on a uh, a food label on a dressing, and I'm like, man, if I'm a trainer and I do this full-time and I didn't know the difference, then how many people out there are running around thinking they're eating healthier and, and they're not because they didn't read the food label or they didn't know how to break break, break it, down it down to where they know they're educated. So that's that's why we're having this podcast today. Right. And why are we the experts here? Right. Why what have, I've been studying nutrition and its relationship to health now. Oh my gosh. What, going on 7 years, 8 years. I've been a nurse for 29 years. Uh, that's oh, a long gosh. time. Yeah, so I graduated time. in 92. Yep. And this is 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Almost 30 30 years years. of being a nurse. So you know your stuff. I I think I know my stuff. I better know my stuff by now or I might be a really shitty nurse. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow. um, Okay. So let's just dive right in and start with, uh, what do we start with? Let's start with the how-to. Okay. So there's a few things on nutrition labels that you need to be aware of. When you're looking at it, you know, there's, there's key things on the label that you need to start looking at just, just as a first step. And that would be, you're looking at your nutrition facts. It says serving size. Okay. Um, why is that important? Well, have you ever <laughs> seen the difference between, oh, I believe you posted something about peanut butter the other day. Yes. Everybody went nuts. Yes. Me included. Yes. Serving was, size. Like a serving size is two tablespoons of peanut butter barb, not right. one jar. Right. 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 And two tablespoons is. Oh my God. Not I very told much. you I got depressed. It was. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's uh, not a lot. Yes. I mean, if you're making a peanut butter sandwich, it's probably enough. Yeah. But if you're like, eating it out of the jar or you're <laughs> dipping your apple in it or something. Um, yeah. And then, of course. Peanut butter, there's another, like so many companies add sugar mm-hmm. and palm oil yes. and all these ingredients that are not healthy for our other body parts. So you need to know what's in your food. So I, I want to so, go back to what you were saying. Yeah, so I would, yeah, I got sidetracked. So when I go to the grocery store and I'm looking at something, how am I going to break that down? How am I going to know how much fat it is or sugar? How do I do that? Okay, well, let's start by the serving size. So you need to know the serving size. So Let's just use a bag of spaghetti. Usually the serving size is two ounces and there's eight ounces in a package. So that yes. means there's four servings. It'll tell you how many. Right. Now let's be honest. Have you ever cooked up the whole package of spaghetti <laughs> and you look at it and you're like, that serves eight? What? Right. No, it doesn't. Not in my world. Mm-hmm. You've got to measure your food. If you're not measuring, you really have no, no idea. Same with oil. How many people have, like you do a recipe with use one tablespoon of oil to cook your whatever. Yeah. And people just kind of dunk it on. Like mm-hmm. they don't measure it. You you have no idea what you're pouring And our on. eyes are always bigger than our belly, I guess. And well, so you just have no way of knowing. Right. You have no way of knowing, especially with peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. All or right, ice so cream. Then, <laughs> then you want to know how many calories are in 
Okay, I'm getting yeah, my car calculator. Keep going. Okay, Go ahead. So I got my calculator. Let's just say, um, okay, let's use, let's use, I have an empty premier protein box here. Okay. So it's 160 calories. All right. Three grams of fat. Okay, so three grams of fat, mm -hmm. three times nine, nine calories per gram. So this is something you have to kind of know already. Yep. So 27 out of 160 is how much? What percent? 16%. I think I did that wrong. Tell me again. Three grams times nine. Is 27. Divided by 160 total calories. Maybe I don't know my math. <laughs> Sorry. It's basic math. 16. That's what it keeps coming up with, that's but I think that's right. wrong. Okay. Probably right. So what do I do with that information once I figured that well, out? If you're trying to follow a diet that's not high in fat, you want to keep your fat in your food below 30%. Mm -hmm. I mean, 20% if you're really trying to tighten it up. Okay. So, um, we're going to come back to that. We're going to okay. come back to that number because I've got a couple examples that we're going to talk about, specifically meat. Okay. Um, okay. So, next number you need to be concerned with carbohydrates. Okay. So, you want to look at the total carbohydrate number, and then you wanted to look at the sugar number. Mm -hmm. All right? Because mm -hmm. carbohydrates are always sugar, I'm sorry, hold on. Sugars are always carbohydrates, but carbohydrates are not always sugar. So sometimes they can be starches, they can they can be other things. Oatmeal is a oats are a carbohydrate. Right. With no sugar. Yes. Right? Yes. But you cannot have sugar that is not a carbohydrate. Okay. Okay, that I got sense? that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So mm -hmm. you want to know your total carb and then how much sugar is in the item. So if your total carbohydrate is 20 grams, uh-huh. That's 80 grams, 80 calories are from carbohydrates. And what if they're one gram of sugar. Right. That'd be good, right? Right. You know, one out of 20 is sugar. Yeah. Now, if you have 18 out of 20. Right. That means all those carbs are sugar. Let's think of a bottle of Coke. Mm-hmm. There's 40 grams of carbs and there's 40 grams of sugar. Right. So right. you what if that's 100% sugar? Sugar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's nothing else in there. Okay. Um, fiber. You always want to look at your fiber content. Uh-huh. Uh, a good goal for most people is about 25 grams per day. Mm -hmm. Like that's the low end. Right. That's the low end. Right. Um, so if an item has one gram or less than one gram. That's not It's not good. very good, especially if you have a high sugar content. Yes. If you have a high sugar content and low fiber, you're going to get a big glucose push into your system. So with you, do you think that you've done that for so long that it's it's, it's automatic. automatic? It is automatic. In me. the beginning, though, it wasn't. You had to oh, learn no. that, okay, how am I breaking this down? Maybe you had to bring your calculator in the beginning at the store. Oh, absolutely. But now you're like, oh, I got it. Yeah, now yep. it, it just it becomes nature after time. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know what you're looking for, mm -hmm. like most people will look at the front of the package and be like, oh, yeah. 30 grams of, of protein. Of course. And 24 vitamins and minerals, and it's low fat. And it sounds perfect. Yeah, it sounds great. Yes. But then you, then now let's be honest, let's turn it over. Uh, we have a few ingredients here. I think there's like 30. Right. Probably not the And best. maybe half of those you cannot pronounce. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so would you say when looking at food labels? Tryptopotassium phosphate. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But in a lot of that's going to be preservative. Like a, yeah. a protein shake is highly processed. Absolutely. Right. Bottom line. Right. I mean, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Are you going to supplement? Do you need to supplement with protein? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Depends on your diet. Depends on what you eat. All right. So we'll go back to protein. Okay. So interestingly enough, let's back up one more step. Mm -hmm. Sugar. Mm-hmm. On every label in the United States of America. Yes. On any food. Mm -hmm. And it probably goes in Canada too. Okay. 
the total sugar grams uh-huh. have a number. Mm-hmm. How many grams? Let's say let's say that has ten. Okay. All right. Next to that, on the carbohydrates, it'll say a percent. On the fat, it'll say a percent. But next to sugar, it never has a percent. Because why? They don't want you to know. If you if I not, I what, didn't know that then. See, you're educating me. Right. See, look, the, I'm showing I'm showing her the label. So you can go to your pantry right now and pick up any item in your pantry. Like pick up fruit or beans or something like that. Uh-huh. And look at look at your sugar content. It'll have no percentage there. That's so weird. Right. I've never even, I didn't pay attention to that. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, because, and that's where I think we're misled because we don't, most people don't even know how much sugar they're supposed to take in. I agree. And if you don't have a percentage, how are you supposed to know? Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Then protein. Protein. Interestingly enough, this says my protein is 30 grams. Uh-huh. And that says 60% of my diet. I don't think so. Yeah. That means I'm only supposed to have like 50 grams of protein a day. That's way under protein. Right. Right. I mean, I need at least, oh God, 120, 140-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's based on my current body composition desire. Correct, correct. All right, don't go by my numbers. Everybody needs their own numbers. Anyway, so when you're breaking down, you've got to learn simple math, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. You have to learn that fat is nine calories per gram. Yes. And that carbs and protein are both four calories per gram. Right. I don't worry about calculating out the protein grams as much. Just know that you have a target every day and that's what you have to hit. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. the calories will take care of themselves. The fat calories you got to pay attention to because they are so high. Yes. Yes. All right. You can you you don't need that much fat in your diet. Right. All right. So let's talk about one of the let's talk about salad dressing. Oh. Because Lord. this is the one that caught her up. So Barb came over to my house. I'm thinking I'm eating all good. And she showed me she like, awesome salad dressing. Yes. I'm like, oh my god, you got to try the salad dressing. It's so good. In my mind, I bought it because I got fooled by the label. Um, so I'm like, it's healthier. I don't remember which one it was, but it's, I think it said, you know, lower in fat, lower in sugar. And then you, you, I guess just by default, you turn it over and then you point out, no, this is not as good as you think it is. Right. Because I believe the first ingredient was like soybean and or corn oil, Yep. which you can never tell me. I'm sorry. This is not acceptable in our country into 2021 that if you have an ingredient that says corn oil, and or soybean oil mm-hmm. that that's acceptable right you have to know what's in it right like, what if you have a soy allergy mm, i didn't think of that all right yeah. so you can only have olive oil you can't have soybean oil and you purchase this product because it says and or right go to your local grocery store next time you go pick up the bottle of wesson or um oh what's the other brand i don't know crisco yeah I was pick up those crisco. oils look at the back i promise you it will say and or it will not have one or the other mark my words all right so then so you sent me the label we're looking at a label for hidden valley ranch yep low fat all right light which is yes light so it's okay. better so for first you. ingredient buttermilk kind of fattening but that's okay water vegetable oil soybean and or canola <laughs> oh <laughs> oops third ingredient maltodextrin sugar Salt, modified cornstarch, and then some spices. Okay, that doesn't sound too bad. Now, there's some of this other stuff, xanthan gum and monosodium glutate, a.k.a. MSG. Mm-hmm. Um, these, Those are all um, preservatives that are going to keep that package Fresh. on the shelf longer. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay, so, so calorie serving size is two tablespoons. Two tablespoons. Again, like who, peanut who butter. measures it's that written. out? Nobody. If you were to measure it out, you'd be sadly disappointed. You would be. It's, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's 60 calories. Mm -hmm. Total fat grams, five. Okay, let's do the math. Five times nine is 45 calories from fat. Out of 60, that's three quarters, that's 75%. Oh, that's so depressing. Okay. It's 75% fat. Now, the label tells you it's 7%. Well, it's 7% of your daily amount, not your item amount. Now, some of you may think, okay, well, if I'm looking at my whole day, that's, that's no big deal. Mm -hmm. Well, how many people are honestly plugging everything in that they're going to eat for the whole day and then looking at the total fat. Mm, Not many people do that. Yes. Now, I do that. I do that. I plug in my entire day ahead of time. Right. But you're so, the exception. I'm, I'm definitely not the rule. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, Am I different than you? Not really. I'm just more educated. I'm, I'm going to do it because I am on a mission. And you're more disciplined. I'm more disciplined. Mm -hmm. So, And yeah. I know better now. Now, uh, yes, now. now you know better. All right, so right. let's go into, let's just talk about sodium. 13% of your day. 13% of your day. 300 milligrams is 13%. Okay, so you're about to, you're allowed to have between two and 4,000 milligrams of sodium in a day, depending on your, low salt would be 2,000. Right. So if you have a heart problem, you're going to be on lower mm -hmm. than high. Yeah. Okay, total carbohydrate, four grams. Very low carb, Right. Right. Sugar is one gram. So it's very low in sugar. So what is it? It's basically fat on your salad dressing because it's all oils, right? They did add sugar, but it's, it's a small amount. So I'm not worried about sugar on this. I'm worried about the fat content. That's a lot of fat. So you just made your salad not so great. Yeah, right. And isn't, it's also true that when we get something that's so-called low fat, they take that and they put in all these extra sugars to make that thing low fat. Typically, yeah. Did you ever see back in the 90s, the little Snackwell cookies, they were in that green package? Yeah. Do you know that turned into a billion dollar industry? Because oh, yeah. we as consumers thought, this is healthy, it's only you know 200 calories. Little did we know they're pumping in all that fat because it was lower sugar. And uh, what was it? The 100 calorie snack packs. Well, if you eat six of the 100-calorie snack packs, you're defeating the whole purpose. <laughs> and it's just, it's mind-blowing what we do. It, it really is. is. Okay, it's so let's, crazy. let's look at these snack bowls. Okay. So, um, I got, let's see, I'm pulling it up. Total sugar, let's see, vanilla cream sandwich cookies are simple, but delicious, giving you sensible <laughs> indulgence you're looking for with 40% less fat mm -hmm. than the leading sandwich cookie. Mm -hmm. Okay, so interestingly enough, it's total carbohydrates are 18 grams. Sugars are eight. By the way, that's only two cookies. Right. So that's a teaspoon of sugar per cookie. Oh my god! All right. So that's 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 what we're talking about here. So crazy. Now, if we, I'm trying to see if we can compare. That's what I always go back to. Then maybe you should just go ahead and eat the real thing because, at the end of the day, I, I don't know. To me, it's not. It's it's worse to eat the low fat. Right. Let's look at Oreos. Okay. So, oh man, why can't they just tell me how many cookies? Okay, one pack of mini Oreos mm -hmm. is 130 calories, five grams of fat. So 50 calories from fat, 45. Yeah. So it's about 40, 35% fat. Uh-huh. 11 grams of sugar. Mm -hmm. So that's 40, that's a lot of sugar. That's, that's three that's, teaspoons right there. That's a lot. It adds up over the day. Yeah. So... 
Again, if you're plugging it in and this is your indulgence for the day, I mean, that's fine. Let's talk about the ingredients. Mm, let's let's hear it. Let's see. Unbleached flour, vitamin, vitamin, sugar, palm and or canola oil. There's that and or, that yep. damn and or. Dextrose, there's another sugar. Cocoa, another high fructose corn syrup. Leavening, which is like just stuff to make it rise. Okay, so you have how many sources of sugar? Three. Mm-hmm. Plus cocoa. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of sugar in one little That's cookie. A lot. Yeah, yeah. They're the minis, though. But I think, like how many you, you said, could, how many packages of the minis could you eat? <laughs> oh my God, a lot. It's just right, right. Yeah, yeah. And what's worth? So now we're making. So this is this is what drives nutrition and healthy people crazy. What? So you go to the store, and you see Oreos. Okay. I used to love the golden Oreos. Mm-hmm. I used to eat, yeah, you could I could down a package of those. Mm-hmm. I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. I like them. Don't tell don't tell them. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I don't like them. Yeah, of course. They are very tasty. Right. But I don't eat them. Right. I choose not to eat them. Okay. But in the Oreo segment, now they have double stuff. Now they have thin Oreos. They have like 20 kinds of Oreos right. now. They even have Lady Gaga Oreos. <laughs> I'm not joking. They have Easter Oreos. They have Christmas Oreos with red and green icing. Then they have red velvet. They have Halloween. There's like yeah. 20 brands yeah. of freaking Oreos. Right. So let's, like, what are we doing? Exactly. Why do we need 20 brands? It's like 20 kinds of Oreos. Why? Well, and people will buy them. Ugh. And yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move, let's move okay. on. So we let's talked about on. salad dressing. We talked about how to read the labels. Maybe you need let's, your calculator. Oh, the fat. Let's, Ooh, let's chew the fat. And here we go again. I was so proud of myself. I'm like, I got the 93.7 lean beef. I'm doing great. And then you had to go and depress me and break it down. And what was it? Okay, so when, I'm not even sure what, why they put 93.7 on a package. Because, and I'm wondering if it's, they're looking at the whole day again. Because, 93% lean ground beef means only 7% of that beef is fat, right? Or that's what the label will lead you yeah, to Yeah, and I thought I was doing great. Right. But in reality, okay, so f- like I think it's four ounces is your serving size. Mm-hmm. It's 170 calories. Okay. And according to the label, it's eight grams of fat. Yes. Which if you do the math, that's 42%. <sighs> if you're on a low-fat diet, you've got to account for that. Like, okay, if, if I'm going to... Okay, the 93.7 is going to be leaner than, obviously, the 80.20. Of course. But here's the thing. Over the course of the day, are you, gonna, are you adding more fat? Are you, st- are you having your burger that you made with your salad dressing that's all that fat? And then maybe <laughs> you're having your, your, I don't know, baked potato with full fat sour cream. And then your snack walls for dinner. And your snack walls. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and I don't want to demonize beef because I, I, I ground beef, ground turkey, ground chicken, like is a staple of, you know, a lot of our diets. And it's not that it's bad. It's that you have to make the best choice and you have to understand what you're doing or what you're choosing so that you can adjust for it. All right. Like if I'm going to have 93% lean ground beef Mm -hmm. in, I don't know, pasta sauce or whatever, I'm going to make tomato, I'm going to make my homemade pasta sauce. I'm going to put my lean ground beef in it. Yeah. I need to make sure that later on I'm not eating high fat, which is why I plug it all in ahead of time so that I can balance out. Obviously if I was to eat avocados and nuts and ground beef and a steak and, and 
a cup of salad dressing. I mean, that would add up to a very high amount of fat over the course of the day. Right. And if I'm doing that, I'm going to, I'm not going to get what I want. I'm going to probably store a lot of that fat in my cells and do some damage to my organs over time. But it's not going to happen in one day. As a consumer, if you're telling me that, then I think, oh, okay, well, then I'm not going to buy the 93.7. Then maybe I'm going to go and try those new Beyond Burgers because they're plant-based. So it, maybe that's a better option. And if I don't know better, right, I would think that. You, you could think that. Right. But right. let's talk read about, the let's label. So the Beyond Burger, that specific brand, right, that broken brand. down the label. The, there's three sources of fat, cocoa butter, coconut oil, and canola oil, which, by the way, does not say canola and or soybean on it. They must have pure. <laughs> yes. But if you do the math, it's 260 grams per patty. Per patty. Did y'all know Brett, Barb just takes all the fun out of our I food? Do. Like she really just makes me want to cry sometimes. <laughs> but it's okay. Go ahead. We're gonna, 18 we're... of those grams are fat. And it works out to be 62%. Mm. So 62% of that plant-based burger made of pea protein and mung bean protein and all this. Which stuff, is supposedly a healthier option. Is way more fat than we need so and depending on what school of thought you come from um i i come from the school that oils are probably one of our biggest detriments one because we're not good at monitoring how much we're taking in right like i still cook with some olive oil and everything but it, it's about that amount like you don't need to pour it in yeah to measure it out so then um, you're better off just going with the regular 93 7 yes i would say that's what yeah. that's what my optimum now Let's be honest, if you're out to dinner and you go someone and you get a burger, I can almost guarantee you they're going to use 80-20. Mm -hmm. They may even use 75-25 because wow. the fattier the meat, the more tasty the burger. True. Fat tastes delicious. Yeah. Because have you ever had a lean turkey burger? Good God, that's oh. as dry. <laughs> yes. That is so dry because well, it's so lean. I think it's what, 99-1, I yeah. think. Yeah. And man, it's it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to have to add some flavor to that one. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I mean, you let's not demonize fat either. No, like, I know. You have to have fat for hormones and you have to have fat for your hair, skin, and nails. Yeah. But it's the amount of fat. It's And that's where I think we get into trouble. Right. And, you know, back in, whatever, 1970s, early 1980s, when we got on the fat-free kick. Yes. And that's when we replaced everything with sugar. Yeah. Because... Fat does make things taste yummy. Right. Like, we just talked about it. I mean, French fries are cooked in fat. Yeah. Like, whether we want to admit it or not, mm -hmm. those Chick-fil-A waffle fries oh are deep God. fried in fat. Yeah. But don't you think it, it became trendy to read the labels? But you can read the labels and still not read the labels, just like I did with the dressing. Right. I thought I was making a great choice until you broke it down for me and you really dived into, okay, let's look at your sugar, let's look at the fat, and then you realize it wasn't a good option. Right. And so, most of those things, like salad dressings, um, condiments, are very... I mean, salad dressing is mostly fat anyway. It's usually oil-based. Yeah. But you can find a the best option... Yes is to make it at home. Yes. And you can make it with vinegar right. and, and spices and herbs and lemon juice. And you can make an amazing lemon vinaigrette. I agree. That will kick that any store-bought dressing ass Definitely. Definitely. But, but it takes effort. It takes ingredients and it takes things that maybe you have to go out and buy special. Yeah. And 
let's just say it, not everybody wants to do that. They want to they want to grab the bottle because we're lazy sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Okay, so I want to go back just for a minute in looking at your Premier Protein because I think this goes with the food labels. So when you're le- reading the food labels. We agreed on this that the less ingredients, the better. The less ingredients. Maybe 10 ingredients or less. Things you can pronounce. If you're getting a processed food, yeah, 10 would be good. If you can find one with five, even better, but good luck. And then you you told them how the first few ingredients are always going to be what's the most. Yeah, so if your first three ingredients are sugar, you know, whatever, that's going to be the most by quantity in the serving. Right. So they have to. That, and that's why companies do this. Let's just talk about that. Companies will use different sources of sugar mm-hmm. to try and trick us. Trick you, yeah. Because maybe that way they don't have to put it first on the label. Because if they only use a little bit of date syrup and a little bit of high fructose corn syrup and a little bit of this, yeah, then it's further down the line. Yet, cumulatively, it should be at the top. But don't you feel we're all being duped? <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's just all these big corporations and they're just sitting around and being like, "Ooh, what can we make them buy and hijack their brain?" And man, you've got to be an educated consumer. You like, do. You, you have do. to be. And I, I'm, it's a billion dollar industry. Yep. And and the lobbyists and oh all my the god, they're not they're they're they, not in it for your best no, interest. No, they, they're not. They're they're there to sell a product. Absolutely. And you are there to buy it. Yeah. And the the biggest thing that they're worried about is trying to figure out how they're going to get you to buy more. Right. I K. How many Oreos do you need on the shelf? Yes. Like, you, right. I yeah. Mean, yeah. How, have you ever been down the cereal aisle? Oh my God! It is overwhelming. Thousands, is. like hundreds of, of brands of cereal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And how many do we really need? I mean. That's the one thing about, you know, I know a lot of people shop at Aldi and mm-hmm. I, I'm not an Aldi shopper. I don't, I have I tried no it. reason. I, I have no reason not it. to. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? I think it's lack of selection. Yeah. Very small. Because like, right. they, if they have one granola bar, they have one set of thing and they, they have one Oh, and then one you got to pay a quarter one. for the bag or something. <laughs> I don't know. That, yeah. That's usually my issue. I forgot. To, I forget to take the bag. There you go. And yes. And end up buying their bags. Yes. And then you're just like, well, what was the point? Yeah. I do like the fact that they, they make you put a quarter in for the cart because that makes you bring your cart right, back. Right, right. I can't stand people who don't bring their cart back. I know. Me too. Yes. One of those yes. Okay. Let's talk about. So what was that? I was going through, I don't know, Costco or Sam's or mm-hmm. one day. And this mm-hmm. lady was, you know how they have those people out of the, and they're the giving out samples? samples? Yes. And the lady was like. You could get a whole meal in there if you wanted. You could. Yeah. And it, yeah. Well, couldn't get anyone in there. <laughs> right. Yes. But the lady was um, sampling out potato chips. Uh-huh. And they were like salt and vinegar chips, which mm-hmm. salt and vinegar my thing, my thing. Like I can eat some salt and vinegar, anything, popcorn, yes. chips, whatever. Anyway. Um. And she was like, and they're gluten-free. Oh, well, my God. God. Go ahead. So, so mm. I, I walked by her, and she, and again, no filter. No filter here. You, what? You I, no filter? I, I say that. I walked by, and I said, no shit. They're potatoes. <laughs> and my husband looked at me, and he's like. He's like, I don't know her. I'm just going to keep walking. And she kind of looked at me like, weird. And I'm like, potatoes don't have gluten in them. Like, Bread products and things with flour have gluten in them. Now, granted, they put gluten-free on them because they've been probably processed in a plant that maybe doesn't do bread as well, I guess. Like, they have to be, you have to be certified to say gluten-free. People, you need to understand where gluten comes from. If you're going to believe the gluten-free label. Because 
Yes, I understand cross-contamination, but there's a very small percentage of people who have a true gluten allergy. Most of it's gluten. So is this another fad that everybody jumped on? Oh, I think so. Well, here's the problem is that we don't know. There's, there's, our food system has changed so much and there's so many intolerances. Mm -hmm. And then if you go into gut health and all the different things, autoimmune diseases are on the rise. Like so many things are going on with our bodies that we've not experienced. So how much of this is food related versus like our lack of health? Yeah. Um, Like there's, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a whole. But did you not notice once that. I guess trend came on things that had been gluten free their whole life. I mean, they started yeah. promoting that, and I'm like, it's it's always been gluten free, right? Well, why are you talking about it? Right, like, and that, and that, I really believe now that it, it has more to do with where they're they're making it, like that they're certified gluten free rather than the food actually not having gluten in it. Because again, potatoes never had gluten in them. But what and, did that lady do when you said that? She gave me the weirdest look. And I'm sure, <laughs> the, I'm sure I just like, she was like, just take the damn sample and go. Yeah. Well, I didn't even get the sample because I don't, I don't sample the food right. because there's a cleanliness aspect. Yeah. Yes. And like, have you ever not seen people like wait there? Till it, like, if they're cooking something, uh-huh. they're, like, in line, just uh-huh. waiting for it to come. Yeah, and people then, like, go there it specifically for sorry. the samples, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about that. I just, there's a tray of food, and people are all touching it. <laughs> and it just, just grosses you out. Well, I'm a nurse. I'm yeah. kind of a germaphobe. Right, right, right. I mean, sure. I wash my hands more than anybody I know. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Okay, different soapbox. All right, let's talk about, what other common thing? Ketchup. Ketchup Condiments with the sugar. sugar yes. Sugar Unless you um, get natural. And right. It's just peanuts. And people do not like natural peanut butter. I know. Where I, I can't eat anything but that. I buy mine from Canada. It oh. doesn't have a lot of crap in okay, it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it's blended better. Ketchup, all the little hidden sugars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Processed um, foods. Oh, I buy the lean cuisine. That's oh, supposed to be better. Oh, uh, lean, and that's a shit storm right there. Sodium. Oh, yes. Sodium. Guys, check your sodium on these labels. If you're buying Michelinas or Lean Cuisine, oh my god, it is amazing. You got to look at the sodium because that. I mean, that's going to be half your. I okay. I got sucked in one day. I was in the grocery store, hungry. Yes. Never go shopping. Never ever. And I was driving down the car, and I saw like I don't like lo mein noodles or something. Yes. Chinese food, and I I picked it up just to look at the label. I wanted to see. The macros on it, like how much protein, how much fat, how much. Uh-huh. And I saw the sodium and I was like, put it back. It was like 1,800 oh or 1,300 milligrams per serving in that one package. And I was like, that is crazy. That is crazy. You know how much blood pressure would go up? But it almost seems like it should be illegal to serve those things. Like it should be a crime that you are giving this to people with all that salt. Right. And people don't even know. No. Like, um, when I was working as a nurse in home health, I had a lady that, I mean, she called me one day. I was her, I was her, I guess, case manager. And she said, she said, I don't know why my blood pressure is really high. And oh, her, her doctor called me because he want, she wanted an extra visit is what she wanted because she wanted to make sure she was okay because her blood pressure was like 190 over something. Yeah. And this little lady, I mean, she's so cute. Like, yeah, she was on one little blood pressure medication. I mean, not bad for 90. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I asked her, I said, well, what have you done differently in the last couple of days? And the only thing she had done is she went to Boston Market. Okay, Boston Market. What did you order? I, I literally asked her what she ordered. And she gave me her menu. 
And I put it in online because you can look all this stuff up online. Yep. And I think she had like the cream spinach. Oh my God. And it was so high in salt. Like her whole meal had almost 3,000 milligrams in it between the chicken and whatever she ordered. I added it up per serving. And like she probably didn't eat the whole thing. But anyway, and that caused her blood pressure to go up that high the next day. Yeah. The next day. Yeah. So we we have to be we have to learn this stuff because like you just don't know what it's doing to you. So let me ask you this. You know how you like rarely go out to eat, right? And maybe it's just me, because I do that too. But so say I go out to eat. I notice when I wake up in the morning and I felt like I didn't even get anything salty, like my hands are swollen Mm -hmm. and my face is swollen just from that salt. You can gain a couple pounds. Yes. And it's just, and and, you know, where salt goes, water goes. As we're talking, I think the reason Barb and I are so passionate about this, we have different perspectives, but she's been a registered nurse for almost 30 years. She has seen people with amputated toes and, and... People dying of heart attacks. Yes. People dying of strokes. People, yes. People on dialysis, so, kidney failure. All, and not all, a lot of it was preventable. A lot of right. it. Right. Right. And so if we're so passionate about this, because she's a nurse, I've been the morbidly obese, and we've seen both ends of the spectrum. And, like, if we can help you with, I mean, this doesn't cost me any money. It just cost me time right. to read a label. It, yeah. it didn't cost me anything. And, and, like, if you can save someone and save their life, that's why we're trying to educate you. Because when you know better, you do better. Period. Typically, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, I guess it's, it's hard for me to imagine someone that has, I don't know, maybe had a heart attack. <sighs> yeah. And they know that that frozen meal has... 2,000 milligrams of sodium and their doctors told them you have to be on a low salt diet or else you're going to have another heart attack. Yeah. I, I have a hard time believing that you would knowingly just grab it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you, you probably do grab it if you don't know. Right. But knowingly, knowing, if you looked at that and you picked it up and you looked and you said, oh my God, that's way too much. The doctor said, and the doctor's telling you just, they're giving you a parameter. Right. And that one item is already over. So you speaking of that, do you remember that powerful commercial you showed me? Oh yeah. Um, okay, describe that commercial. So, it was amazing. It, so it was it was about childhood obesity in and I think it was Australian. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're a little bit more lenient, man. They they like to cuss. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was a is a little kid and he was coloring at the table and the mom was like basically she was opening a bag and looked like she was like getting ready to shoot up. She got the spoon. I think she got the lighter. She pulled it. She had the needle. The needle. And she leans over and she puts the tourniquet on the kid's (sighs) arm. I was like, oh my God. You don't see it. You don't see it. But you're just like, oh my God, is she going to do this? And then all of a sudden, the camera switches and he's eating fast food. Mm. And the, the message was, you wouldn't inject your child with junk. Why would you feed it to them? Right. And right. like we we have to do better. Oh we my. have we have kids that are that are obese. Yeah. They're they at, at ten run. or ten years old or five They're years diabetic. old. Type yeah. two type two diabetes got renamed mm-hmm. from adult onset to type two because we're seeing kids with it. So when a parent tells me, "Oh, my my child won't eat what I cook," I would say like, "Bullshit! They're gonna eat what you feed them." Like we can't. Right. You buy you you do the shopping. They don't do the shopping. Yeah, absolutely. They eat what you bring in the house. Right. Sure. You're choosing for them. Yes. So if you don't know better, you need to get in the know. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I know that sounds harsh and rough, but like we got to be honest with ourselves. We are creating like what's going to happen? Let's let's let this is where Barb's brain goes. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's going to happen in 15 years? Okay. You've got all these kids that are diabetic, overweight. They can't run. They have asthma. They have reactive airway. Yep. Who's going to be the firefighters? Right. Who's going to be the police officers? Who's going to be in the military? Who's going to be defending our country? Like these, these people won't be able to do that because they're not going to be fit enough. Like I know adults that can't run a mile. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, we have to be able to do better. Like, yeah. think of the long-term effects. And again, I don't know if it just comes down to ignorance or I just don't care. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I would, I would love to know some opinions. Like, I would love to know. If, you, if you're one of these people that's yeah. listening to us going, you guys are bitches. You guys are really assholes yep and you're you know i want to talk to you absolutely because i want to know where you're coming from mm -hmm. i want to understand it right right it's crazy if you're, a, if you're a type 2 diabetic and you're sitting there god you're an idiot because you're saying all this stuff i want to talk to you because i want to know either what you've been told what you've been taught what you understand because i've talked to so many diabetics mm -hmm. and i'm gonna use diabetes as one because it is on the it's on the rise it's it's not getting better we're getting fatter. We're getting sicker. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And diabetes is not just about the sugar you're taking in. Like there's so much more to it. There's so much more to it. And by God, if you did what I said, I can almost guarantee you turn it around. And I could almost like say ignorance is bliss and I can kind of forgive that if you don't know better. But like you got to educate yourself. Like once you know better, just. I don't know. Me and oh, you, me and you were just so, yeah. oh. Yeah. This is going long, guys, but here's yeah. the deal. You go to the grocery store. You see eight kinds of bluebell. What do you do? You're going to just grab it? You're going to read the back. Right. Because I would love to tell you that bluebell ice cream is healthy and it's made with all natural ingredients, but it's not. It's high fructose corn syrup, which is yeah. causing liver problems. Right. Like, it's it's full of shit now. Right. It's not the... The ice cream of, of the back 1970s in the day. And 1960s. I agree. Agreed. It's not the same. Nope. Right. More processed. Yes. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Um, so say someone is, you know, they have like a sugar, they're eating a lot of sugar, they want to learn how to read labels. Like, could they come to our workshop that we have coming yes. up? Yes. Yes. They could fly uh, in if they're not local, you know. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think that if we're, if we can, we're going to try to video record it. I don't know that we can. We'll have to see if the facility has capacity, but we do have only 24 spots. Absolutely. 24. We live in a COVID world. Yes. You know, this room used to fit like 50. Now it's like half capacity. Um, but the Sugar Workshop. Sugar, sugar Shock, shock Workshop. Sugar shock yep. Is on Saturday, March the 20th uh -huh. at 930 in the morning. In Mansfield Saturday, Activity Mansfield, Center. Texas. Mansfield, Texas. Yes. Yes. So if you're a local... And then, okay, local means DFW, man. Absolutely. You, you do not want to miss Waco. this. If you think you get a lot out of the podcast, you're going to get some amazing things. You're going to change your mindset. You're going to go home with um, strategies on how to bypass sugar. Um, you do not want to miss you're gonna that. You're going to learn so much. Absolutely. So if you want to attend, they can reach us where? We're going to post a link on Facebook. Um, we're going to create an Eventbrite. So yep. you can look up Sugar Shock or Sugar Shock workshop yep all right and then you can buy your ticket on eventbrite 
or you can email us at barb at gistacademy.com, G-Y-S-T academy.com. Get or, your shit together. Yes, or heather at gistacademy.com. All right. I guess we're going to sign off now. We've gone on. <laughs> yes. We've gone on and on and on. But guys, it's been so great. Remember, if you got anything out of this, please share it. Have a great day. Welcome back to Real Raw Fit. And no bullshit. Hey, happy Friday, guys. We are here today. So, we were talking about things to talk about today, and, <laughs> well, frankly, we got into a little bit of a tip this morning. So, guess what? It became a new subject. A new topic. A new topic. And why Why did we get in this tiff, Barb? Oh, let's see. So, Heather made a post on Facebook this morning, and I saw it. And I was like, huh, it, made, it really made me start thinking about a lot of different things. Um, and I'll get into what I was thinking in a minute. So when we met, I asked her, I said, hey, look at this post. What does this mean? And what happened, Heather? What happened? Um, so I automatically got on the defensive and I thought it was, you were attacking me and I was getting upset and it wasn't about me. That's that's what that is. Well, and interesting what the post was was she had posted if someone isn't improving your life why are they in it now she must have thought that maybe (laughs) I was not wanting her in my life I don't know what where it went but I was in in my mind I was thinking how we could actually impact y'all's life by talking about this topic and how we could um you know kind of make it into a conversation that matters just got taken wrong. <laughs> right, because at the end of the day, we want accountability partners, but then we get mad when you hold us accountable. Exactly. And that's exactly. the problem. Yeah. That's a perfect, you know, as a trainer, mm-hmm. you know, everybody always tells me um, they want me to hold them accountable. Oh, I want you to get me out to camp. But then, like, do you ever text someone you get nothing? Crickets. Crickets. Crickets, yeah. yes. I did have a lady tell me this morning, though. She was so glad I reached out. She hadn't, she'd been coming to me for a couple weeks now, maybe a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm not her normal camp, um, but she likes the outside and doesn't want to be inside. And she, I hadn't seen her Monday or Tuesday. So yeah. on Wednesday, I was like, hey, everything going okay? You know, and then she told me, oh, well, went here and then you know and then I slept in two days this morning she actually told me thank you for reaching out right because it made her get back on track right that doesn't happen very often right right and and I think with accountability you know it's good and bad it is good because you hold people to the fire but then they don't when you call them out on it they get mad just like with you I get mad at you when you call me out on it so go ahead another example another example is um, Heather made a post on Sunday. Apparently, she doesn't get my humor sometimes. <laughs> I don't. Because she posted something about I'm wearing braless and yoga pants today. Don't bother me. And I was joking. I was like, Well, how are you going to work out then? Because we're both doing the double workouts a day. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm just messing around, and she's like getting all bent of the shape. Can't you be more positive? <laughs> I said, What? Send me send some something. Po- I go. What did I say? Something. Send my way would be great, or what have you. Yes, yes. I was like, oh gosh, here we go. Um, only because, like, I'm I'm kind of a joker sometimes, but like, right. I I take things literally too. Like, if I the, the bra post, I 
saw her later on a video in a bra, and I made a comment, oh, you did put a bra on. And it was, it was not well taken. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when you were saying if someone isn't improving your life, why are they in it? And that could go for anything. That could be um, a spouse. That could be your friend. That could be a family member. Like if a person is not improving your life and they're not making you better and they're just dragging you down, like what is the point? You know it just what makes me think of what? The crabs in the bucket. Have you ever heard yes, that? Yes, yes. That if you put a crab in the bucket by itself, it will climb out. Yeah. But if you put ten crabs in a bucket, the one that wants to get out will be pulled down by the rest of them. Right, right. And I feel like sometimes we're the ones in the bottom. No, we're not the ones in the bottom. We're the ones trying to encourage you to get out of the bucket, but the other people in your life are dragging you down. I've, I've heard many times where someone's spouse, mm-hmm. um, maybe they're not, I don't know, maybe they're jealous. I don't know, jealous? I don't know, of people going to work out. Oh, yeah. It takes away the time from them. Right. So they, they're not supportive. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> my husband's probably not going to listen to this, so I can say this. <laughs> So I'm on 75 hard. I'm following a diet plan. Yes. And he's inched on some sabotage. Like he came home one day with a Reuben sandwich. That mm-hmm. is not clean eating. Right. It's not on my plan. And yes. Like, I got this for you. Well, I can't have that. Yeah. Why not? Why can't you have it? Because it's not good. Uh-huh. You know, did I want it? Sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. No, and I was trying to tell you how with you, you know, I felt like I have all these people rooting for me, and then there's you that feels like you're dra- not dragging me down, but it's because you're like, yes, Heather, because you asked me to hold you accountable, and that's what I'm doing. Holding your feet to the fire. Right, and that, that those are the people that you need in your life. Yes, you want people in your life that love you just as you are, but you need people who know you are capable of more and can make you better and say, okay, this is what you told me you're going to do. This is what I need you to do. That's why you need that. What was the little clown thing you said? Oh, yeah. It was um, like a little clown. Uh, a perfect. A perfect um, don't blame a clown for acting like a clown. <laughs> Ask yourself why you keep going to the circus. You know? So break that down, Barb. What, what does that mean? Okay, so let's just say if you're constantly irritated. Okay, we had a meeting a couple months ago. Uh-huh. Remember when I was frustrated and... And we had a meeting and we talked about it all because we couldn't go on being irritated with each other. Right. Very adversarial. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it wasn't working. So we had to, we had to sit down and we had to talk Come about to it. Jesus meeting. Right. Yes. And it worked. Either shit or get off the pot. Except for today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes. Seriously, yes. If, like, if you're really constantly irritated at somebody or something or the way things are like and this could go into your health and fitness mm-hmm. maybe you're you're constantly annoyed that you have to take medication every day yeah what are you doing to change that maybe you're irritated at your the person you're dating or the person you're married to what are you doing to change it like are you do are you just are you are you going to smooth it over and just continue to be irritated in the background you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think we all sometimes will all kind of step back and do that but everybody has a point where they just can't do it anymore, and then everything blows up. Right. 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 So the question kind of is: is like, what is, what is your what is your hot button? What is your hot button? Like, and what? Mm-hmm. How can you move forward in that without just you know running away from it? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't. I don't that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, are you saying like if someone's with someone who maybe treats them like crap but they don't leave? Is that what you mean? That's a perfect. I mean, but okay, so what if they're comfortable? What if they don't want to be by themselves? What if, what if they think that's love? That person isn't making them better, but they don't want to leave. So what do you say to that? Because it's serving them somehow. Right. There is something that you're getting out of that. As miserable as you say you are. Right. There's something that's serving you. Right. And you have to evaluate if that service, if that what you're getting out of it is enough to oversee the other stuff. Yes, because that person isn't leaving you better. You're, they're not improving your they're life. They're not impacting you. Right. And so I wonder... And, and you know, you always say this at camp. And what? I love this. I what? Do, I love this. Um You'll say, I want to leave you better than I found you. For sure. Of course. You know? Yes. And I think that's a really important, like, the people that you're hanging around with, are mm. they making you better? Or are or, you making them better? Or are you just bringing each other, like... The crabs in the bucket. Yeah. Well, like, commiserating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how, oh, an example. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been, like, talking to someone and you're bitching about it, and, you know, <laughs> something's not going right, and... And, and what they do is they kind of commiserate oh, and they add to their story to your story and then all of a sudden you're both getting deeper and deeper and you're, you're, it's not improving you. Yeah. It's actually pulling you into that like bitch fest. And then really. you feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. You don't, you're not raised, rising up and coming up with a solution. And the same what happens with food. Yes. Have yes. You, haven't you ever been like, um, maybe you're, I'm following a diet plan. Like, I'm following my nutrition plan. I call it a diet. I uh -huh. don't call it a diet. Uh -huh. diets. Um, but, like, someone's like, oh, you can have that slice of pizza. Oh, no yeah. big deal. And yep. then you sit there and you think about it. You're like, well, why not? Why can't I? Right. I've been so good this week. And mm -hmm. you know, you've only been good for two days. But Yes, yes. No, I get that. I lost my train of thought. You're, you're on a good roll there. And I – what were we talking about? Oh, when you said that you like that I – tell someone that to leave them better but you know it just doesn't go to camp so say I'm at the grocery store and I I just want that person to know that they're acknowledged so I'll say hey how's your day going is everything going great or if I go wherever it is I go I just want someone's day to be great you know and I wish more people would do that leave Including someone you. better right <laughs> y'all yeah. she's so mean you see you, you hear that laughter it's so evil listen to that I'm not evil. Terrible. But yes, yes. We have, I've known Heather for a very long time, and I think over the last whatever, how long we've been working A long together, time, yeah. Um, I, know her, I know her pain points, and mm -hmm. I know what she's mm -hmm. told me about where she wants to be. Right. So I do hold her feet to the fire. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard. It sucks, to be honest. It does. <laughs> like I said, like, why can't you just let me be? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, Barb. No, but yeah. So what were, you know, again, the, the podcast is called Real, Raw, Fit, No Bullshit. So we want you to take time this week and evaluate who is in your life. All the people in your circle, are they leaving you better? Are they uplifting you? Are they putting you, are they holding you to the fire? Or are you with the crabs in a bucket that you're all bringing each other down? You're commiserating, you're bitching, you're gossiping. Like who is in your life? You've got to evaluate that. Right. And, and some people, it could be a family member. You may have to divorce your father. You may have to divorce your mom and be like, I'm, my train is going this way. If you're not on it, I got to go. You know, just because they're your that's, family. That's a hard thing to do. Absolutely. I, I think of, I think of that whole um, five, 
five people. Of, yeah, your closest five people. Mm -hmm. You're the average of your closest five people. Like, and they talk about that from a financial, from a fitness, yes. from a weight. Yep. Like, they actually can almost, you can predict your future based on the people you hang with, mm -hmm. which is why it's so important to have a variety of friends. Mm -hmm. Like, or cohorts, I guess you could say. Like, you have to have that person in your life that's strong enough to tell you when to get your shit together. Absolutely. So remember when I was losing weight, right, and I started associating with people that worked out because I knew if I hang around them enough, then I'm going to be fit like that. So I had to let go of the people as I was losing weight, um, not because I thought I was better, but I just knew they were heavier and they all they wanted to do was go out to eat. So I, I couldn't take them with me because – that's not where I wanted to be anymore. They right. didn't hold me accountable. They weren't improving my life. So I had to get a gr new group of friends for where I wanted to be in my life. Right. And did you keep in contact with some of those people? Like, um, some, but I mean, eventually our, our interests went opposite. Like we didn't have the same interests anymore. So I didn't, I didn't hang around them anymore. Yeah. I mean, I've lost friends because of that. I mm -hmm. mean, I'm, I'm, I was on a fitness journey and interested in improving my life. And I've, I've had friends that, disappeared absolutely and like i don't want them to disappear right like i can be if you're not on the same journey as me i can still be friends with you you may not see me as much because i am hanging hanging out with the people that are on the same journey yeah just because it's easier it's easier to um uh get together with people that are in this going in the same direction mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and for me the fitness thing is i mean Health, fitness, wellness, medical is that's that's I live, eat, and breathe. That. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think we've talked about this before. It breaks my heart mm -hmm. to see someone on Facebook will post that their family member or whatever just had open heart surgery, mm. and I know too much about these people that I'm like. Okay, is this your call to action or not? Is mm. this, this going to be your wake-up call? When are you going to get your wake-up call? But then you see them posting shitty food. Like, I can't oh, comprehend they, that. That's so weird to me. Or, the, or you know, you'll invite them out to a workout and they say no. And you're like, what? You, ha you can't do nothing. Like, isn't this enough to tell you? Like, is that the wrong soapbox to be on? No. I don't know. No. But also, I, I think that you can't um, feel bad about letting those people go. Because if you're growing, you can't hold yourself back if you're trying to grow just to make them feel comfortable. Like, I've, I've seen where people are like, oh, well, you think you're too good. You're changing. Who are you? But if you're growing and you're changing, why is that a bad thing? Right. I, don't, I don't understand that. I don't. Um, that's probably what happened in my first marriage. Yeah, you're I right. Really did. I grew into a different person. Yes. I didn't even think about that. I, like, we had three kids, three young kids. Mm-hmm. And... Things were not going well. Yeah. And but you I, could have stayed and, have and stayed. made yourself smaller and unhappy. And I and that's for exactly, the children. That's exactly what I did for about four years when I realized I can't do this anymore. Because you felt like you were suffocating or you felt like you couldn't breathe or what? I gave him the choice. I said, I'm going, I'm doing, I want this for our life. You can either come with me or not. Wow. And guess what? He chose not. Wow. And interestingly enough, that person remains the same see yeah like remains yeah the same and it's still that same that same type of person that i i left god was that 2006 i don't know a long, long time, time ago. yeah yeah you know and my kids you know they did okay mm -hmm. i never 
I would never tell anybody to leave their spouse, ever. Of course. It's the hardest thing in the world. You never get married with the anticipation you're going to get a divorce. That's I mean, right. I had never dreamed of that for me. Yeah, because you wouldn't wish divorce on anybody. No. You wouldn't, especially, especially with, children. with children. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's... But know, maybe at the end of the day, this person that you were married to, they were not improving your life. They weren't. So you had to go. You had to go. But this is getting kind of deep in this, but at the beginning of a relationship, they did improve my life. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, it stopped. Because so, because they got comfortable with you? That's what I think. Mm. I think they got comfortable. Well, and, and the things that we did, the things that we did together in the beginning, Yeah. he decided he didn't want to do anymore. Right. But those are the things that... So I you were sold a false bill of goods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, that has crossed my mind times. Yeah. Like, that I feel like I was duped. Yes. Away. Like, let me do this until I have you, and then I can let my hair down. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy to me. I just... I don't know. You know you, that was a blindside for sure. But yeah. Man, it was a 13-year blindside. You know, and us, us being coaches and trainers, I think we've talked about this before... If your spouse or someone in your family wants to do better, like, why wouldn't you support that? I am all about that. Like, you want to lose weight? I'll help you. You want to go back to school? What do you need me to do? Like, why wouldn't you want to help your spouse better themselves? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. That just just baffles my mind. It does. It does. It really, it's, it's a challenging place to be. Yep. And as a nurse, let's compound that a little bit further. Now I want to make you healthy and and fit. Yes. And eat right. Yes. Yes. Can't get away with anything in my house. Yes. So I think their call to action is you've got to evaluate the people in my life and your life. Are they improving your life? Are they making you better? And Are they holding you to the fire? Right. And then if they're not, let's just say that if they're not, it doesn't mean you have to completely cut ties. True. But you have to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be afraid to speak up and say, well, this is where I would like to see this go, or this is what I would like. The hard conversations. Yeah, and, like, that whole um, oxygen mask on the airplane. Oh, put the, have, put the mask you have, on you first. Yes, you have to feed yourself, or take care of yourself, or give yourself that self-care and self-love before you can give to others. You cannot I agree. pour from an empty cup. Agreed. I and mean, I think these are all little... Proverbs that we've heard mm -hmm. over the years, mm -hmm. but they're so true. Like, if you are not fulfilling yourself in some way, you're not going to be able to give it to someone else. So, would you say that that technically no one is stuck? So, when someone says, "Well, I can't get out of this marriage because I have three kids," or "I can't relieve this relationship," they're not stuck. They're choosing to stay there. They're choosing. To they're stay choosing there because they haven't found. Or looked hard enough at the options. Or they haven't reached their pain point. Or they haven't reached their bottom. It's not bad enough yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I made it happen. Right. It took me it took me a solid year and a half to make it happen. But but a year and, and a half was, before you knew. And it was a pain. Oh, I knew, I knew it was going south when my youngest was two or three. Right. You knew that, but you couldn't do it yet. You couldn't. No, are you kidding? Three kids by myself? What right. The hell? Right. Right. <laughs> you know? But did yeah, you feel stuck? I, Even though you I, had a choice, was, you felt had, stuck. I was very stuck because, mm -hmm. like, I couldn't imagine what it would be like on my own. Mm -hmm. And it was scary. Yep. And, um, but it got to be 
too much. Too much, and it was it was depressing. I was getting depressed, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't progressing anymore. So, but also, if I say but also, just it's fine. She's gonna say <laughs> it again. <laughs> Do you not think it made you the woman you are today? That's so mentally strong, so physically strong. So hey, whatever you got, bring it on because I did that. Yes, I do. I think that actually my life, <laughs> shit, <laughs> not to toot my own horn, <laughs> but at 22, I moved from Canada. Who does that? I, I can't even move across the street. <laughs> she, she moves to fucking Canada. She moves from Canada. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All by myself to embark on a new career. And you don't talk about scary. Like, I went to Corpus Christi from Toronto. Like, Talk about culture shock. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. I could imagine. Say their last names. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a funny yeah, story, though. This, yeah. is a funny, this is a funny story. What? So, in Canada, we speak French, right? Mm-hmm. So, I knew French and English. I didn't know that. I didn't I know that about little, you. A little bit. I, okay. It's gone now. Uh-huh. But French and Spanish are very close to each other. Mm-hmm. So, and we'd be working in the hospital, and these little Hispanic ladies would be t- over their little <laughs> husband, and they'd start talking in Spanish to each other, thinking I didn't understand. Well, a lot of the words are very similar, so I did understand. Uh-huh. And I remember they made a comment about me being young and, like, not knowing what I was doing, and then... Like, and I literally turned around and answered one of their questions in English. And, like, their eyes got bugged out. It was really funny. That happened to me, too. So when I was about 325 pounds, these two ladies speaking in Spanish saying, oh, my God, she's so fat and she's so in Spanish. I turned around and looked at them, and I said in Spanish, the next time you think someone doesn't know Spanish, yeah, they're like, they just looked at me like, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, so that's right. Yeah, so. Anyway, but yes, I think that those activities, like going from the shy, un, uneasy girl that I was to moving across the world and, you know, developing my own life and then and then getting married and then, of course, realizing it was a mistake. I don't want to say a mistake. No, it was I, I, a mistake. It wasn't. It, was, it just didn't You were just two different people. Right. And it, it didn't, we didn't grow together. We grew apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, raising three kids and, God. Yeah, but it's funny how you always. That's why I'm so bossy. <laughs> right. Because remember you would tell me, oh, I used to not be this way. And I can't fathom you any other way. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's just so weird. Like that would, like, it, you know, what is the word? Like once you go out of the box, you can't put it back in. <laughs> so once she, became, once she became bitchy, she couldn't put that back in the box. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I'm not a bitch. No, I'm just very. I'm very direct. Yeah, I'm. I'm not the niceties. Right, you're just very blunt and honest. And and again, when we were talking about improving your life, um, Barb improves my life. Even though I don't want to hear half the thing she has to say, she leaves me better. She makes me. A better everything, like a better, a better trainer, a better woman, a better person, because you hold me to the fire, even though some days I just want to be like, shut up. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I know it's going to be a rough time when it starts. Right. Right. So that is our call to action for today. So you need to evaluate the people in your life. Yep. What, what do you want for your life? Mm-hmm. And then... Are the people in it helping it or not? 
Yeah. And they said, if they're not, then you got to have the conversation. If the conversation doesn't work, then you got to come up with plan B. Right. I mean, and right. I said, we're not telling anybody to leave their husband. For sure. Of course. But have you, the hard conversation. You, to, you might have to, you know, add people into your circle that are going to help you along the way. Mm-hmm. Because let's, let's be honest, I hate to say it, better together is always a good statement. Yeah. Always. Always, always. For sure. All right. So, um, quick plug, we do have a seminar coming up, and it's not all about this. Nope. It's all about sugar and the effect on the body and how you can your system and how you can set yourself up for success and learn a lot of valuable nuggets. Like little, you can learn um, how to change your mindset around sugar, little um, hacks. So if you are with family or you're on vacation or... Um, you know, wherever that we're going to teach you. Yeah, we're going to teach you little hacks and how not to um, just to get over your sugar addiction. So sugar shock, sugar shock workshop, (laughs) Saturday, March 20th. What time? 930 in the morning. Where at? Mansfield Activity Center. You got it. And it will sell out because we already have just a few seats left. Well, you know, this COVID world we live in. So I wonder if they're going to change if they're giving us guests more seats now. I don't know. They may. They will. And I think they'll keep it at, we're, at we're 20, capped at 24 people. Yeah. Um, and we currently, I think we might have 16 left. I think so, like yes. Like, going fast. If you're interested, you better get in now. Um, Email? Barb at gystacademy, justacademy.com, or heather at justacademy.com. Um, please do us a favor, share this episode. Maybe you know somebody. And then join us next week. We are going to, I know the, what's the, it's over what they use it a thousand times, stress management, but we're going to talk about how to alleviate stress and maybe um, focus on breathing and meditation, journaling, just things in your life where you can reduce all the stress in your life. That's our next episode. You got it. And it's relationship to health. There you go. That's going to come into it. You know it is. Definitely. All right, guys, signing off. Have an amazing day. Talk to you soon.